Here in America, work is in trouble. We've offshored our manufacturing, sent away good jobs, and lost so much ability to make things. American Giant is a company that's pushing back against this tide. They make high-quality clothing, sweatshirts, jeans, dresses, jackets, and so much more, right here in the USA. Visit American-Giant.com and get 20% off your first order when you use code STAPLE20 at checkout. That's 20% off your first order at American-Giant.com, promo code STAPLE20. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Welcome to First Trade, the show where we're educating new investors and traders. We recognize that some of us are experienced traders and some of us aren't. That's why we wanted to level the playing field and make the markets accessible to everyone. Thanks for tuning in and we hope you enjoy the show. All right, guys, welcome to the First Trade Show. It's Michael and Rohan here, the and host of the show. And it is Friday. It is Friday. We're recording on a Friday. This is going to be heard on Wednesday, but we are recording on a Friday night. It is... 629 in the D and my social security. <laughs> How are you doing? You know what, Michael? I am doing uh, just peaches over here. Freaking fantastic. Excited to be here for first trade Friday. It's actually Wednesday for you guys, but you know, we record on Fridays. That's what we do up in the D. That's why I'm so happy right now. I feel like just peaches is the exact same thing you said last week. Peaches? No, just I want to start saying that. I saw it in a movie because someone called uh, this guy and he they were like how you doing he's like oh, i'm peaches baby and like i was just like that was cool as hell that was smooth yeah <laughs> and i was like i, I, I want to start saying that so i'm trying to make an effort to do it but well, you're doing I, do, it. I do a friggin' fantastic a lot um but you know what i'm peaches peaches is fucking awesome yeah I so what to do first trade <laughs> <laughs> first trade folks if you don't know first trade is a show all about taking you from your first trade up to you know getting to the point where you're an experienced trader and taking you along that journey M me myself i am not so much an experienced trader we are four episodes in so i'm learning at a pretty decent rate i'd say but you know I, i'm no expert by any means and michael over here well he isn't <laughs> he I isn't am, either but i am a trader he is a trader kind. and yeah. he, he knows what he's doing maybe just a smidge more than i do more. and and that's you know that's the point of the show is just like give that little back and forth have you guys give your input you know you ask the questions we do our best to respond and if not we bring on guests who do know what they're doing like we're gonna have on today and like we've had on previous episodes uh so you know what you ask and you shall receive we're excited to be here yeah but you know i think it worked i mean look we've had a ton of great guests i've learned a ton in this i think that's what we covered just now i've even learned and i thought i was good at trading but after we brought on hugh henny last week i realized i'm not good at trading i'm actually shit 
So that was that was a good learning experience. I feel like you're fine. It's just not everyone's gonna be uh, you, Henny. No one, yeah. you know, not everyone's gonna be the penny stock provider out here. True. You know what? It was a fun episode. I had a lot of fun. It was. And maybe, maybe too much fun. We did have some bloopers. I know we throw them on the end there, but in case you didn't see it, Franny, hit him with some bloopers. Every Friday, cooking it down. Except it's Wednesday for you guys. We just record on Fridays. Record on Fridays. That's the secret sauce. That way we're in a good mood heading into the weekend before we record and we're like happy and jolly. At least I am. I, do I look unhappy to you? No. You have a Benzinga t-shirt on. You're really repping the brand. You look happy. It's good. I'm going ice fishing tomorrow and I have the double benefit of maybe falling through the ice and drowning. So it's going to be a good day. Yeah. Done and done. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. I just looked up a stonk. It yeah. says... Uh, Bombard with concentrated artillery fire, as in the That's woods not... were routinely stonked. By <laughs> Folks, that was loud. <laughs> yeah. Mamma mia. All right, that was Boom, done. That, that was kind of embarrassing, but you know what? Good enough. Works We're for here me. to entertain. <laughs> yeah, that's. I feel like that's what our main goal is. He covered everything. We had we had an unbelievable segment. Got a ton of info. Got a great guest today. Fantastic. Um, yeah, so we got someone who knows their charts. So that's what we're going over today. If you, if you, if you wanted to know, we're going to go a little bit more into charting. We got some questions on Twitter and uh, we're excited to do that. So today, like we mentioned, is going to be all about charting and we have a very special guest coming on. And without further ado, I think we should just hop right into it. Uh, you've heard enough of our bullshit. So uh, <laughs> let's just get started. We have John London, beginner trading, killer YouTube channel. He's streaming all day. Making them scalping trades. <laughs> Making them scalping trades. <laughs> Which I need trades. to ask him about, honestly, because I want to learn more about that. And, and I have a general idea, but I'm just really excited to get him on and, and get his perspective. Uh, you know, he's he's out there educating every day, pretty much. And, uh, you know, hopefully you guys can learn quite a bit from him. And he, he seems like a solid guy, so I'm, exci I'm excited to have him on. Plus, he has a cool name, John London. I, just, yeah. I love that name. That's a, that's a solid I feel like name. you could just be so cool with that name. That's you know? a cool like, name, yeah. You know, like, okay, like, I mean, like, Michael Murray, not a bad name, but... Nah, but it's so basic, John you know? London. John London, strong, superb. Let's bring him on. Let's, Hello, let's I'm John London. <laughs> uh, yeah, like that, exactly. Smooth. All right, let's bring all right. him on. Let's, let's do this. Let's stop BSing. Let's bring him on. <laughs> What's up, guys? Uh, it's good to be here. Honestly, just to touch on this real quick, I got made fun of for my name so much growing up. So much really? growing up. It was like, yeah, they... I was short as a kid. I eventually hit a growth spurt, but they would sing London Bridge is Falling Down. Oh, no. You know, it, was, it was terrible. It was terrible growing up. My wife likes it, but like, you know, she didn't live with it. So, but good to be here. Yeah. I guess I can see the other side of that, but I was like, man, that's a cool name. Like, that's like a James it, Bond level name right there. Right. Yeah, it is. Strong. I, I don't mind it now, but when I was a kid, you know kids are me you know what i mean oh well, absolutely hey man thank you for coming here excited to have you how's how's your day going how's your trading day going i know it's been the market's been kind of crazy but i know we we were talking a little bit before and you said you're unaffected <laughs> so i'd love to yeah. hear a little bit about that yeah so the market crashed yesterday too everything kind of crashed yesterday bitcoin did i know cryptos did penny stocks did mid and high caps blue chip stocks did uh, so yesterday, I was just hearing about it. Uh, today, I did okay. I didn't have a losing trade today, but yesterday, I think I broke even or slightly lost yesterday, but it wasn't too, too bad. I had like one redeeming trade, but I mostly trade cheap stocks, low float stocks uh, under $10. And those are for the most part independent of like blue chip stocks and like mid and high cap, like larger stocks. Uh, so I was saved a little bit from that. But yeah, yesterday was certainly a bloodbath as well, from what I understand. And uh 
I think we did rebound a little bit today, but yeah, I got out alive, I guess. Okay. And, and did you want, I just like take that opportunity and you started to bring it up and I figured what a, what a better time than never to just introduce yourself. Uh, give us, give us a little bit about you, just a brief summary. Uh, or maybe, you know, like just how you got into trading. We're going to ask a little bit more about the, how you got into trading in a second here, but just love to get a little, get to know a little bit about you. Yeah, no worries. Um, so I run a channel called Beginner Trading on YouTube. Uh, I don't really claim to be an expert. I didn't really, really want to go that route. So like, I'm not selling a course or anything like that. Uh, I just try to keep it a resource and community. And so we're just a free resource and community. Uh, we trade live every weekday morning with like no pressure and anything like that. And um, yeah, I, like I said, I don't even claim to be an expert. I've been trading for about four years now, though. So I do have some experience and like I know the common pitfalls of trading and traders. Um, but yeah, I just run kind of a resource and community on YouTube and uh, been trading the market every day for years. Love the market, super into stocks. And uh, I think you kind of have to be if you want to be successful. But um, yeah, we trade live over there on YouTube in the YouTube streets and, uh, you know, definitely love doing it. It's a lot of fun. And uh, I'm hoping we get a good market this year, uh, hoping that everything rebounds, but time will tell. And uh, yeah, that's basically what I do. I mostly trade penny stocks, cheap stocks under 10 bucks. Um, but I trade a little bit of everything with bit, mid and high caps, crypto options, you know, a broad brush type of trader, I guess. There we go. That's still crazy to me. The, the fact that you you're in there every day and, yeah. and I was looking at your streams and I'm just like, man, this guy goes like just to be sitting and making those trades for hours on end. Like, and I'm sure, sure you gotten a taste for it and you're a little, a little more used to it now. But for me, I, I don't think. I have the brain capacity for that, to be honest. Um, before before we get too deep, there's one question we always like to start out with here. The show is, after all, called First Trade. And so I would love to hear a little bit more about your first trade. You know, walk us through it. Um, why did you choose it? If you remember the specific stock, how did it go? Um, and I guess along with that, you know, when did were you always a day trader or when did you first get into that? Okay, so it's a funny question. I think every trader kind of looks back to their first trade and smiles a little bit. Uh, my first trade was a day trade on SureTrader. Now, I don't know if, how long y'all have been around the market, but SureTrader was an offshore brokerage from, it's no longer around anymore. And I used to trade penny stocks on SureTrader about four years ago. Um, with that, uh, I think I took, I know I lost about $300 um, on my first trade, I think I traded, it was a recent IPO. Um, I can't remember what it, what I, the actual ticker was, but yeah, I certainly lost a, a decent uh, chunk, a chunk of change on my first trade, but I'm pretty sure it was, it was an IPO, it's hard to remember. But yeah, it was three or four years ago on an offshore uh, brokerage account that isn't around anymore. And uh, I certainly lost a ton of money on it, if I remember correctly. Uh, but yeah, that was my first trade. Uh, I haven't always been a day trader. Um, I, I do a little bit of everything, so I swing trade and all that stuff. Uh, if I could go back in time, I don't know if I would pick day trading for my first um, for my first trading style. I think I would probably start to invest a little bit first uh, initially, just because I think that's a safer route for beginners. But I stuck with day trading, and uh, yeah, it's certainly the riskier form of trading, but uh, it's something I love doing. It's something I do every day. And, uh, but yeah, that was my first trade was probably a $300 loss on a recent IPO, a volatile IPO. I can't remember what the symbol was though, to be honest. Well, he lost, he lost less on his first trade than I lost on mine. <laughs> I think, I think I was down like 1500 on my first Woo! trade. 
Oh, yeah, man. I was ugly. Oh. Yeah, I, I, had a, <laughs> I had a rough start. Do we want to know? I'm down. Uh, well, I only put 100 bucks in my first trade, and my entire account's down about 35% right now. So, <laughs> like, you know, yeah, it happens. It happens. Yeah, and I'm not, on that specific trade, I'm losing like maybe 30, 40 bucks. So, I, uh, I went balls to the wall. I was like four grand into my first trade. Yeah, I, I went down like 1,500. I recouped it. I was up like 1,000 after like a couple right. months. Behind. It, started off, it started off nasty, man. Was, That's pretty crazy, rough. like, uh, you know, like the fact that you just decided to go off the deep end. You're like, all right, I'm going to start this morning, throw some money in, right. and, like, we'll make it IPO, happen. IPO, volatile IPO, and, and I remember I remember the mindset, too, because, I, you know, when you first get started in day trading, a lot of time you have just unrealistic expectations towards it, with any type of trading, really, I guess. Just really unrealistic expectations, and I think that's what it was. I just kind of pushed it and uh, lost some money and I and then in the end like looking back I think having trades like that especially for your first trade is almost necessary because you know when you lose a bunch of money really really quickly it kind of reinforces risk management you know you don't want to do that again it burns a little bit if you will and uh, you try to avoid that in the future you know and so in, in some ways your losses of the beginning are kind of necessary they'll reinforce and kind of condition you to not do it again and not certainly not take that much risk again if it is a big loss so yeah we, um, we talked about that thing. we talked about that last week we had uh hugh henny from pennies going in raw on and he you know we we briefly discussed what he coined i don't know if this is his turn but what he referred to it as market tuition where it's basically right. you know eventually as a new trader you're gonna have to lose a lot of money to learn how to make money basically and, and if you don't then then great but <laughs> it's it was a good point where yeah. it kind of made me more comfortable with the idea too for sure yeah losing is key in the beginning i think i i, I don't think it's it's one of the reasons you should scale down your size in the beginning because a lot of traders just take huge sizing and they just kind of push it too much but you're gonna lose and losing is good you know in the beginning not to go back to Gordon Gecko, greed is good. Losing is kind of good in the beginning because <laughs> it'll it'll reinforce what you got to do, which is not take a bunch of risks. You know, you you can lose money quickly, and and when you lose in the beginning, it's kind of a shock to your system, and it's not all sunshine and rainbows. You got to really change the way you trade and understand risk management, and you know, right. kind of condition yourself not to do it any uh, not to do it anymore. Yeah, hundred percent. Huge. Want to uh, want to talk some charts, John? We know that's what's your what you're known for is the the technical chart reading and stuff like that. We this is this is the first trade show, so we're not getting super in depth with the charts and how to read them and how to use that for stock trades. But we wanted to get some of your intel and just just some information on you on how you do it. Maybe talk a little bit of, of basic chart knowledge and and go over some stuff like that. Um, can you tell us a little bit about just chart reading in general? What do you look for? Give us like the thirty thousand foot view of of how you read charts and how it factors into your decisions with stocks. Sure. So, um, okay. So I look at charts on a technical basis. I look at fundamental catalysts. So I look at basically historical levels, you know, as when I say technicals, I'm looking for historical levels and confirmations on a chart. And whether I'm looking at the daily chart, if I'm trying to get into a longer term trade, or if I'm looking for major confirmed levels, then I'll look at a longer term chart, I guess I should say, since this is for beginners. Um, with that, you know, you want to look at confirmation, which just means historically respected levels. So I'm looking for historically respected levels that I can play off of. Um, if a stock falls down to the same level each time, for instance, that means it's been confirmed. And with that, if a level's been confirmed multiple times at a specific spot, and then it finally breaks out of that level, then it's logical to assume that we might get an influx of buys or sells at that specific level. And that's what I'm ultimately playing off of uh, with a small time frame and a larger time frame, depending on the style of trading I'm getting into. 
Um, but I try a lot of range breaks, uh, pullbacks. So I look for a specific range to break and then maybe buy the pullback to test the previous high or previous low within that range, if that makes sense. Um, you know, I'm also trading a lot of like half and whole dollars because half and whole dollars and charting and technical trading, um, you know, looking at historical levels, half and whole dollars are big psychological levels that a lot of other traders, um, regardless of their experience level, are really watching and looking at, uh, as well as quarter dollars sometimes. And so if I can identify a range in between those specific levels and play off of that, uh, that's my preference with trading. Um, mostly, uh, you know, I think a lot of new traders get stuck with like buying high of the day breakouts and buying low of the day breakouts if they're shorting. Um, but I tend to prefer to buy pullbacks instead, uh, just because there's less extension, there's less profit taking around those pullback levels. And uh, ultimately, I just have better results with my trading when I do that as well. So, okay, so love that. I'm going to I'm going to break in here, interject a little bit. Sure, sure. If you haven't heard yet, my role on the show is to basically <laughs> be the devil's advocate about okay. making sure that you know, any, any terms that are thrown around are easy to understand for any level of trader uh, coming in to listen. And so when I hear things that, well, for one, I'm, I'm not super familiar with, uh, then I would just love to have you break them down. I did find the half and whole dollars thing really interesting because that's something I haven't necessarily heard of before. Yeah, same here. But when you said it, it made a lot of sense that like psychologically someone, just like in a store when they price something at 90, like three ninety nine instead of $4 or whatever, um, right. that kind of like psychological number selling and buying, uh, that, you know, right. that one I, I picked up on a little bit, but I just really briefly, I'd love for you to just kind of take some of those like pullback. And you mentioned, um, what was the other one? The, the range, um, range, range, right. range yeah. breaks. I trade confirmations, range breaks. And it's all, it, it might sound really confusing, but, uh, so with half and whole dollars, all I'm really looking at is major confirmed level. So it's like if a stock goes up to six bucks, it, people see it as like a milestone in that stock's movement. So especially like when we're talking about really cheap stocks, like under a dollar. So if the stock is at like 90 cents, um, $1 is going to be a big milestone move for that stock. It's, it's going from double digits to triple digits. You know, that break over a dollar is going to bring a lot of attention towards that stock, right? So when that stock breaks a dollar, Everybody sees, sees that as kind of a big milestone movement, if you will, right? And so once it breaks over that dollar, you know, you can build a lot of trading plans and trading strategies around that break, you know, around that kind of psychological level. Because number one, when it breaks that dollar, other traders are seeing it now. It's kind of a big sparking catalyst, if you will, that other traders are watching for, um, as well as just a lot of the time, technical analysis is simply self-fulfilling. So it like it works because other people think it works basically. And so if everybody thinks stocks are going to bounce at half and whole dollars, you know, buyers come in there and it consequently bounces at half and whole dollars. And so a lot of it is self-fulfilling as well. And traders watch half and whole dollars. They trade and play off of those half and whole dollars. And so with that, you know, a lot of times you'll see buys come in after a half or whole dollar break and sometimes even a quarter dollar break. And that'll give it some upward momentum in your direction that you can play off of and trade it off of basically. Uh, the other one I think you asked was about ranges. Uh, ranges, you know, I'm just looking for range breaks. And so regardless of what that range is, whether it's a long-term range or a short-term range, uh, I'm just trying to identify a, a, an obvious range that other traders can see 
because like I said earlier, it's self-fulfilling. So it's like if other traders see a range and then it breaks out of that range, you know, it's logical to assume that other traders are going to buy it once that range breaks and have a more bullish or, you know, a more um, upward sentimenting, uh, you know, mental mindset, if you will. And then, you know, if it breaks below a specific range that it's been holding in for a certain period of time, you know, again, it's logical to assume that people are going to see it weaker after that and people are going to be more uh, prone to selling their long positions, which might drag the stock down or shorting the stock as well, which can drag it down. Um, and so those are kind of ways I'm playing off of those ranges. Uh, and it's really nuanced, to be honest. But, you know, basically, that's kind of what I'm doing there is playing off of those type of levels. I love that you pointed out that um, basically it works because all the traders think that it works. You know, that right. that, that that's the, it was kind of funny, but it, it, it makes sense. <laughs> right? Mentality. Right. Like yeah. Yeah. trade off of what the majority of people use to trade off of. And that's probably is what's going to work. Um, and that was that was like a little gem of knowledge right there. So I, I love, love it. that. Yeah, yeah, that's sure. huge. Uh, it's interesting because it's like people think it, it, regardless of anything, it works, right? So if it works, it works. You can't really knock it. And uh, even if it's only working because people think it works, it still works, and I'm happy with it. You know. True. So okay, so here's we have something noted here, um, and, and again, back to the basics. Uh, sure, is sure. can you define support and resistance, and how do they come into play uh, in your trading? Okay, so most of the time, people are going to define support as a level that has historically caused the stock to bounce, right? So if a stock pulls down to $3, for instance, just to give an example, and the stock bounces at $3, you know, and the stock had bounced at that $3 level historically, then with technical trading, most people's mindset is that it has the potential to bounce again at that specific level. Um, now we're using that and then resistance is the same thing if a stock goes up to four dollars and every time it hits four it pulls back down then most traders are going to look at it and say okay well it has some resistance at four dollars uh so it's just historical movement that we're analyzing um you know and, and with that said it doesn't always mean that if it bounced at a specific level that it's going to bounce there again but you know it, it, you kind of with trading and especially technical trading you kind of combine a lot of different things you know you do you, uh, you combine extension, you know, you combine historical movement with support and resistance. And so you're kind of building this big playbook on, or this big, uh, you know, this big analyzation on whether you think you should take the trade in a specific direction. And, you know, support and resistance is kind of uh, certainly one part of that, looking to see if it has historically bounced or if it's uh, historically respected specific levels. That's all really support and resistance is, is historical levels and, and how the stock has acted at those levels previously. Nice. That's, I, was, I, I think that was like as clear as they could get. Nice that and was, concise. That was Love brilliant. It. Yeah. <laughs> Love it. Thank you. Thank you. I try. I try. <laughs> um, yeah. I loved how that was, uh, it was just kind of like a natural coverage of like the charts where you break in, how you set up that, that, uh, that break in in the range. I love that. It was perfect. I, when I came into this episode, like a quick note, like I honestly expect it to be a very confused man, right? <laughs> and I, I, I probably will happen again once we get into options and things like that. And, and I'm sure there's plenty of this stuff that can be confusing and chart, charting and all that. It seems like this big, scary thing. But then when John explains it, uh, I don't know, it just 
in, in practice, I'm sure I would be a little more confused still, but as a starting point in theory, I think you did a really great job of explaining some of those things and it makes it seem a lot less scary to me. So it was awesome. I, I think you did a great job of just taking like, cause I think charts are, are definitely one of the more technical things that you can get into with stocks. Right. I think you did an awesome job of just like simplifying it and making it like easy to understand. And that's like, I think, so we have another question from, I think we want to ask one of our quit, uh, Twitter questions. Cause we covered like most of the chart questions that we had on our, on our show sheet. So I want to ask one of these Twitter questions from the curly gal investor. And she said, how does the trader view um, not sure if we want to delve into that or if we can, but she also asked what indicators you look for when you're determining possible trend, possible breakup, what you look for when you're evaluating, you know, kind of how to play a strategy on a stock more or less and, and kind of right. see if we can get an answer there. Yeah, for sure. So, uh, trader view is actually really easy to set up. I don't know if y'all want me to go in that, but trader view is like a statistics website. So if you go to trader view, you basically create an account. And then if you're uploading your trade data through trader view, depending on the brokerage you have when you go to the upload page there should be directions on how you upload your trades into the VIG. but i think they have a free account that you could sign up for you know i'm not associated with TraderView in any way but i do use them for stats uh, as well um but the more important question i think is is how do you i what indicators do i use and and i think that's a really good question uh my main indicator is one called the vwap uh, it's the volume weighted average price um, really what it is, is uh, it's an intraday trend indicator. So like if you're day trading like me and the chart looks confusing, for instance, what the VWAP does is it tells you that short-term trend of the stock. And so if the stock is maintaining over that level, it's in an upward short-term bullish trend. If it's maintaining below that level, it's in a short-term you know, intraday downward trend. And that way, you know, you can build strategies around that. For instance, if a stock is maintaining you know, a specific direction, really obviously, like if it pulls back to the VWAP and then continues up and every time it does that, then you could kind of come up with a trade uh, where, you know, if it's maintaining a trend, you just wait for it to pull back to that VWAP level, assuming that it's going to continue going up. So if it pulls back to it, it continues going up. And that way you can kind of just identify that trend with the VWAP. It's called, uh, you know, it's called the VWAP. It's the volume weighted average price. It's really the only indicator I ever use. Um, I'm more of a purist with indicators, so I don't have a bunch of, you know, clouding things on my chart. Most of the time I just have the VWAP and I have like my own self-drawn support and resistance lines that I add to it so I can kind of play off of those levels. But yeah, the VWAP's my favorite. It's the king uh, for my style of trading, I think, and uh, it's going to be the most useful for most traders, um, you know, especially if they're trend trading. Love it. Nice. I'll have to, I'll have to mess around with that then because, well, for one, I love how it sounds. Just like, let me pull out my VWAP. Like, my VWAP. I can sell it well. I can sell it well. <laughs> uh, it doesn't always follow trends, though. Like, sometimes stocks are going to break under it, and they're going to be sideways. But it will also identify that. So, like, if a stock doesn't respect the VWAP, it's neutral. It's sideways. You can't, yeah. It's unpredictable, if you will. You know? That makes sense. And I feel like with any ind indicator, right, like, it's going to work a certain percentage of the time, or, or it's going to help indicate, give you an idea of where to look and whatnot. But... Right. there's obviously not an indicator that's just like a yes buy or no sell <laughs> like yeah, you know right. um so no that was great um and vwap there you go folks love it yeah. vwap that's it that's the best one yeah awesome yeah we we covered a lot of ground charts i i think we got like the handle on and like i said you did an awesome job of covering like concisely what a beginner trader would have you have anything more for john just like questions on charts uh, yeah i mean like charts I, so here's my thing is like john i, I know you're 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 doing some stuff with Benzinga and uh, 
couldn't be more excited to see that stuff. I'm thinking we might have to bring him on in the future again or, or something like that. If, if you'd like us, you like hanging out with us um, because, uh, you know, as we get into more complicated stuff or if more Twitter questions hit us, then we know who to call, right? So um, I'm certainly down. I'm certainly down. You know, there I we go. Is doing. Uh, I think they're a great resource for traders, too. So, yeah, anytime, you know. Awesome. I'll Amazing. Play. Amazing. All right, John. Well, I don't want to take up any more time, but appreciate you coming out. And I, I had a great time. I hope you enjoyed yourself as well. Hey, absolutely. I appreciate uh, y'all having me and giving me this platform. Y'all have a good day. And uh, yeah, love being on here. And uh, yeah, I'll see you guys next time, I guess. You too, man. Have a good night. See you guys. Okay, Michael, that, that was pretty sweet. And I, I know I say this every week, but we just get the best guests. Uh, we have we have a run. We've got like four in a row. I mean, ever since we started, like one episode to episode four. It's been great every single time. You know honestly. what? We're going to keep them coming. And, and, and it's no thanks. Uh, or how do you say that? It's, it's no a thanks. no small part thanks to... Aha, I always say it wrong. And that's in no small part thanks to our wonderful producer and editor, Franny Lewis. Franny Shout Lewis. Out Shout for, out. For booking some amazing, absolute bangers of guests. And John, thank you, you know, like for coming on. I know I already said it, but awesome guest, man. Awesome. And, and I was really excited to hear like like I was genuinely very intrigued by what he had to say about charting. Uh, and the and the way he presented those ideas to me, I, it wasn't scary. So like, no, I loved it. They made it super simple. It was it was it was super like easy to just understand how you can break down something as technical as charts, but just make it simple. You know, I didn't even know most of what he talked about, so I learned a ton. I mean, there not, you go. That, not that I know a lot anyway, but yeah, that was awesome. Wow, was I don't even have to roast you this week. You yeah, did I know. It to See, I did it to myself ahead of time before you could do it to me. Is that your new strategy? Yeah, I'm gonna. Don't get worry, to it I'll first. get you. I'm gonna cut myself off at the pass. <laughs> just do it to myself. All right, folks. Now, what we usually like to do is just do a quick check-in on the portfolio. Now, this has been, a, you know, a bloodbath of a week. It's been week. a red week, man. I've been hearing a lot about it on the office. Like, obviously, yeah. my portfolio not in good condition, but you know, it seems like that's the shared consensus by everyone. How's how's the hard things going for you? I heard oil's pretty doing pretty okay. I I do have a couple oil stocks. I've got a couple of oil stocks. One of them is PTR, an oil stock in China. They're doing good. They're on they're on a rip this week. At a good day today. Uh, kind of balanced out the rest of like the catch up, just just soaking my portfolio. I've got I've got energy stocks down. I've got um, cannabis stocks down. I've got solar stocks down. It's a little ugly. I'm not gonna lie. It's a little wretched, but. Next week is a new week. It's it was it was a red week this week. We bounce back with green next week. At least that's what I choose to believe. Yeah, I mean, well, you got to be positive. And you know what? It seems like ever since I started, I've had nothing but uh, a downward facing, you know, chart on my my you know account overview. But uh, I couple stocks I'm looking at and uh, I'm interested. And we we did have some people pitch some stocks in the Discord. So. Uh, we have a little trading ideas page in there. Shout out our Discord. Make sure you join it if you want to be part of this amazing community. Um, so I'm definitely looking into some of those. But two that have just been pitched around on Benzinga, and I'm just like very. I'm gonna do some more research this weekend, and probably you know as we as we're part of this dip, you know might as well buy the dip, buy it and, now, and wait for that rip or just hold. But it's gonna be uh, um, Dermatech. Uh, uh, DMTK, I think that's the that's the one. And so we had Pharma DC pitch that one, and we also had uh, Jonah Lupton. I hope I, I hope that I said that right because I'm just totally calling that from memory right there. But two people pitch it on the show, and it made sense to my uh, newbie brain. So I'm gonna be doing looking at that, and then one that I'm super behind because, like, okay, I don't love to drink these. I try to avoid it. But sometimes when you're doing this job, it just it helps. I sponsored you with that one today. He yeah. sponsored me with this one. 
and I, it was a nice little surprise and it made my day better um, so thank you michael but i prefer not this brand i prefer something a little bit more bang. healthy not bang bang <laughs> bang Always. is like a bang's rough it hits but um, oh, yeah. anyway i'm a rambling what i mean to say is celsius the energy drink if you've heard of it uh michael does, does hasn't liked his experience with it thus far nope. um but i i tried the orange one the orange flavor sucked but I did like the Kiwi Guava one, and there's hope for it yet. And again, Jonah Lupton, I hope I'm getting that right, made a really good case for it today, basically you know, pointing out how uh, Monster Stock has been one of the better performing stocks of the last, I don't know, 20 years or something, however many years. I like Celsius Stock, I'm not going to lie. Yeah. yeah, and so it's down right now, and I'm thinking that's what I'm, that's what I'm looking at. That's the trading idea right there. I dig it. I'm looking at solar stocks again because, like, I mean, another down today. But I've got I've got a couple, including Enphase, which is one I've like plugged from the first show, which I, I love Enphase long term. I think it's going to have some room to come back next week. I think it's a good entry point this week because I was bought into it probably three weeks ago. I've got a dip in it right now, so I'm going to try and average out my overall shares. I put in an order today. I'm going to try and average that out to this lower price point. Hopefully, bounce back next week. I think there's a lot of I think there's a lot of positive progress for solar that's going to come in next week. That we're probably going to see some some tariffs that are probably going to fall off and and hopefully some progress as far as opening up as far as solar and some more energy back in in that sector so i'm going to try and average it out and see what happens or i'll just drop lower and it'll be a total fail but hey listen i think uh if it drops it drops but i think solar is here to stay for sure it, when it makes its comeback i don't know i'm not the expert on that but i'll tell you this much as like just as a just from a you know where the where the world is going case we're gonna be you know solar is solar grow. world yeah, uh, you know, it's an alternative energy world. We might be seeing a kickback to oil right now because of the weird weather and everything. But, um, you know, I I've definitely believe in solar. It's the future, 100 percent. So there we go. Sounded like I actually knew what I was talking about for a couple seconds there. That was intelligent. I? Nice call. Yeah. Wow. Listen to Rohan every week for prime stock advice and prime <laughs> life advice and everything else that you could need. There we go. There we go. All right, folks. Well, uh, I think that just about does it for this week's episode. And uh, we might have some more bloopers at the end here because you know what? Michael and I can't seem to get through an episode without making an absolute fool of ourselves. <laughs> so we might have a little treat for you there. Don't forget to follow us on Twitter. Leave some comments, questions. Leave a review on Apple Podcasts. Hey, in two days, what is this, Wednesday? On Friday, I will be picking my funniest review on Apple Podcasts and personally uh, sending you guys a nice little donation of uh, $50 on Venmo for the funniest one. So you mean after you posted my ransom message in the Discord and it got zero likes? Yeah, Michael said he anything? wasn't going to come back to the show if the people didn't leave enough reviews. He said Honestly, he was going to I'll do it. Disappear. I'll disappear. I'll leave. And like I'm okay with that, but I know you guys probably aren't. No, <laughs> I think everyone's okay with it and I'm probably going to do it. I'm probably just going to disappear. Oh my god. But yes, please, you know, we'd like to see some more reviews because it helps us grow, it helps this show grow, it helps our community grow. And uh, so if you enjoy watching, then please take two seconds. There's a link in the description. Leave a review. Listen there if you don't have time to watch. And uh, with that, I think uh, think that just about does it. Mike, any final thoughts? Uh, it's Friday night. I'm going to go to sleep. That's I'm sure you're going to go to sleep. Yeah. Mike, at some point Mike I never will. stops working. But at some point I will go <laughs> to sleep. At some point I'll go to sleep. All right. Well, we'll see you next week. And uh, happy trading. Peace out. All right. Ready? Oh, yeah. Yes. Yeah, that was a question. Yeah, sorry. That was interrogative and I did not notice. Oh, my God. Holy fuck. Okay. Podcasting, video podcasting format. We are often doing this, the same thing, but just not on, on a recording. And I really don't know what I'm saying. What up? You know what? 
we're gonna cut that part. Redo that one. I'm gonna redo that one, dude. It's hot up here. Anyway. Do you have these guns, Mike Murray, huh? Dude, Do you have, have Can you see <laughs> you that? Have these can guns? you see that? Look at that. Yeah. There's a big difference. Game face. Put it like skr. <laughs> <laughs> Why do I do this to myself? Why? Save big money when you start your next project today at Menards. Check out our great selection of garage and utility lighting options. In stock, ready to take home today. We carry everything to help you illuminate whatever project you're working on. Shop garage and utility lighting products in store at your nearest Menards. You can also view all of our entire selection of lighting options today on Menards.com. Save big money at Menards.